0: you're listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from The first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and the excitement continues with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner, the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe reliable and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week, one game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call one 800 gambler in Indiana call one eight hundred nine with it. Hi everybody, welcome to episode seven. In season two of Red Wings Rant, we're tirades and in passion, please, about your Detroit Red Wings. Finally, have a home. Let's get Mike in here. Look at that, Matt, pretending he's producing this show. Today, we're going to discuss uh, the 2022 Winter Olympics. Uh, as we discussed in the last episode, uh it's a good possibility that it still might not happen. But uh, we'll also take a look at um, Bishop Designs, Alec uh, Nadelkovich's uh, new helmet. And uh, what else we have, Mike? We have the prospect tournament uh, roster ready to go, with some notable, one notable missing name, which probably bodes well for him and oh. his chances of uh, being just, on this team.
1: Just want to start the show here. It, it, it only appears that my house is haunted. Uh, you may have <laughs> seen that door crack open a second ago, and you'll hear the the moaning of a. Uh, medium hair length gray cat um not sure what's going on i think he's in heat um and i thought we'd taken care of that years ago redis good evening Hope also
0: you're doing well. our our boy uh tristan here letting us know he's trying to share us as much as he can on reddit um he wants to get us uh he wants to get everybody hyped about wyatt new power he's uh Mike, we'll, we'll go through our, our list of guys I'm most intrigued. And I tweeted yes. this out earlier uh, from the prospect tournament. Why it makes the list uh, over uh, another name that I actually got some flag for on, on the old Twitter. But um, Tristan, glad you're here. We missed you. I think, um, well, the last time the, 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 the whole gang was together, uh, I think we caught you right on the end. So I'm glad you're here. Um, but yeah. Mike, how are you doing?
1: Doing good. Uh, every time I read Wyatt New Power, I can't remember if that is a runway prospect or if that's going to be the new name for Wendell rotunda when he's in AEW. Can't wait for oh, Wyatt, Wyatt. New Power to uh, debut on Dynamite here more at TNT.
0: A- more AEW references. Woo! Uh, Mike it's, is- It's real. Awesome. It's real,
1: man. You want to know what's going on with me? Brian Danielson. Woo! You might yeah, know Mike. Daniel Bryan.
0: There's no doubt in my mind that Mike uh, has up AEW Dynamite while we record right now. So I'll uh, I'll, do well do. I'll
1: do my best to keep you focused. You yeah, best up with me. That uh, uh, we just lost power. We got power back just for this show. DTE new. This is a special episode where we we'll be talking about Red Wings. going but, to the Olympics, uh, just in general. Yeah, they didn't need much more than that, but I also <laughs> let the DTE rep know that it was going to be a special Olympics-themed episode.
0: Um, well, Mike, the that, first segment we have today is actually starring yourself, because you're the one who uh, actually texted yes. this to uh, to me uh, and and our father. Uh, and, of course, that means we're starting with the Pedersen offer sheet. <laughs>
1: Can I might. say that we need new music for that because that just for a second I thought holy shit we signed them. Like it was too
0: <laughs> it's too real.
1: Yeah, it's not <laughs> too much like a newsreel. I thought we had breaking news, which we do not. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah we we don't. It's it's still it's just the
1: watch. It's you know,
0: it's not a warning yet. You know, yeah. like if it was a tornado, we're still we're still looking for tornadoes. Uh we're still looking for Patterson to <laughs> To touch down in, in Detroit, Detroit, uh, which has not happened. We're yet, just uh, so. we're just in that pickup truck in Nebraska,
1: just scanning the countryside, looking for that Eisenman tornado to touch down. Yeah.
0: No, nope, nothing yet. All right, we well, got our our trash can full of balls with uh, Bill Paxton and tow.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a reference appealing to two people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Twister, everybody, get out of it! Great, great uh, PG thirteen action thriller.
0: Mike, uh, what did what did yeah. you text me? Uh, what was that yesterday or this morning about uh,
1: Patterson? Uh, I know that I texted. Let me get the transcript here. It said, I'm pretty sure I texted that I hate the NHL. Um, and I said, "How have we still not sent EP an offer?" And yes, uh, I can confirm that I did also text, "I hate the NHL." Um, uh,
0: also, Tristan up up on it. Twister's the best. Love it. I man!
1: think this is. Uh, Tristan,
0: is that uh, is that the uh, hmm that face? Is that a orgasm? <laughs> what do we look? What's the uh, what's the I emoji? It's, it's so tiny on my screen. It it, it looks like there's some pleasure. Could be yeah. Something. It's kind of like a like
1: a pleasure mode, like an uh Yeah, I think that's what Tristan was going for on that
0: one. This is what everybody misses when they only listen to the podcast and don't watch on yeah.
1: YouTube.
0: Uh, Mike, uh, so I, I'll, I'll just jump in there. Um.
1: Cause you know what I started doing? I'm tired to yeah. following the rugby feed cause they got nothing. So I'm trying to follow the Canucks feed uh, from my uh, hockey news affiliates. And uh, it's just kind of business is huge. Uh, nobody's panicking. It's a non-story. Nobody's saying, you know, why haven't we signed him yet? There's no hand wringing, no bowlers being ground. Um, It's all me. It's just me because I guess I I don't know why this still hasn't happened yet, but the only thing I've seen is that, you know, it's going to be a little tough. It's going to be a little tough to sign him, uh, you know, because he's probably going to want, you know, maybe seven to ten, you know, uh, six, and then, you know, there's some other dinkus, uh, you know, one one tier down who's going to need about two to three million. So they're just waiting for that to even out. And I just don't understand why we're not swooping in. Um, just you know A- style. aew style just aew style put an offer out on brian danielson you know just right. see
0: what happens it's it's offer sheet season why not um i i, I still just wanted to jump on that because i i do enjoy having that as our episodic segment yes. um so let, let's uh we'll, we'll keep moving on uh, clearly there isn't really much to report i thought you had an answer that. for me i thought you had an answer why nobody
1: signs these restricted free agents it's not that many draft picks
0: Well, like we've talked about before, I think the the main issue is the the GMs and the owners across the league are too buddy, buddy. Like the thing that happened with Carolina told me that, um, like (laughs) the hurricanes just don't have those relationships because they saw it as, um, I mean, they took it personally with Sebastian. And of course, as I reviewed in the last episode, I said, that's why Carolina lost that whole ordeal was because, um, Carolina started taking things personally, and now they have Jesperi, Koch, Kanyemi on their team uh, for a very high dollar amount. Uh, they have to pay him if they're going to match the next season, that very high dollar amount. And uh, they don't necessarily have like the most open of spaces for him to, to even really fit in. I, I see a lot of people throwing him in on the third line like he was playing for Montreal. So you're paying six billion million for a third liner. Maybe that's not the case, uh, but I, I it's just, you know, it's one of those things like this is the only situation that we've run into where that that actually, um, you know, this happened. And look at what a, a clusterfuck it turned into. Because even Montreal, I feel like, jumped the, the gun with trading their draft picks for Christian Vorak, who is also an overpaid <laughs> individual. So they went from not overpaying their own guy to putting another older guy on their roster who's arguably also overpaid. So, well, I mean, I- there it is, right? Like, that's why you don't do it, I guess, is is this situation. Or that would be an argument as, as to say, look what happened as a result because you off-sheeted one guy. Um, and that, that's probably something Steve wants to stay away from. But I don't know. Like, uh, like you said, like, just give it a shot. Let's, let's see what happens. Like, worry about your own team. But that's where carolina failed right like um they 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 weren't necessarily worried about their own team montreal mm-hmm. was trying to get uh sebastian aho for their own uh, their own good and i think they continued to worry about their own team as they put the ball back in carolina's court and said all right give us your draft picks you can see see what you can do with got kenyemi but Montreal then fails when they do their trade. It, it's very complicated, uh, but I, I'm ready to move on to the next. Um, yeah, it,
1: it just it just depresses me. Let's move on to something, Matt. We're, uh, we, I know the Red Wings have been in the doldrums for, my God, it's been five years now. Um, but uh, shockingly, and maybe lockingly, see what I did there. Um, some of us are going to be on those Olympic teams, Matt. I don't know which country Wait, you want to start with. Uh,
0: before we do that, we have our prospect tournament roster. Oh no! Oh, no. the list, Mike's jumping the gun. We're gonna we are gonna oh. talk the Olympic roster, yeah. uh, but this is this we'll get into this real quick because I um, we also uh, we got the the comment here too from uh, from Tristan about the uh, prospect tournament. So yes. here's here's what we're looking at right now our prospect tournament roster. Um, as I noted in the intro of the show, there's one name that is missing. Uh, but if I could. I will go through who, who I felt uh, were the most intriguing names, and I'll just throw out there, since I already said Wyatt New Power earlier, Wyatt's on that list. Uh, I Obviously, I'm excited to see Lucas Raymond, um, who I had missing from my list, and this is where I got some flack, uh, is Joe Valeno. But I, I still make the argument. I, I feel like he's pretty solidly in this roster at some point. So I'm less in I'm I'm less curious to see what Veleno looks like. And really it's just one of those things where it's going to be nice to see him. Uh Kirill Tutayev, Mike, as we talked about when he was first signed. Um, and I think I nailed the name there, but um he's on my list because this is a guy that I feel like nobody knows anything about. So this could be something where he could really he could really stand out and and maybe not like make the red wings you know roster with an amazing performance in the in this prospect tournament but at least he'll add to our list of guys to be excited about and then uh i I finished off the list with donovan sabrango but who i left who i haven't said yet and his number one is sebastian cosa so i feel like that right there is the most intriguing name uh to be on this prospect tournament roster because goalies are so unknown and we we play this game all the time is how long, how long do we have to wait to see these guys? And I feel like this is going to give us a very good idea of what, maybe not what a timetable is, but at least how excited can we be? Do we have to be, are we going to watch a game and be like, Oh shit. All right. Four to five years. <laughs> or or can we be excited and watch some of this tournament and be like, all right, all right. Two to three years is a possibility. So I, I, I think that's where my, my excitement starts, um, is, is yeah. with COSA and what can happen there.
1: Yeah. If you want to see, um, I think the, what you just mentioned, um, overreactions positively or negatively, I think with this prospect pool is, uh, is ripe. Um, I think people are either going to be drooling or just, you know, devastated by, you know, the performance over, a, what is it? A four day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm so tired of reading about Kosa. You know, yeah, he had great numbers, but who is his competition? And now he's going to be out there, you know, against really strong prospects. So I'm excited for him to have a chance to shut some people up. Um, I'm excited for us to have some uh, some dirt sheets, some NHL dirt sheet on uh, new power. I can't wait for him to uh, prove some people wrong. Um you know, I, I, you know, I don't know if we're going to see a lot out of Raymond. Uh, I know we want, we're hoping to. I know we want to see a lot out of Bergeron. Those are the big, sexy names. But uh, whew, those oh. tickets are like, man, those tickets I are only ten bucks. Bergerin. Yeah, <laughs> man, uh, they're only ten bucks a day. I don't know if you saw that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm not up there. Probably because of my two kids, uh, those little pieces of garbage, are, are ruining <laughs> my life. Uh, no, just... <laughs>
1: just buy little Red Wing jerseys, and the missus will let you drag them along. <laughs>
0: Well, I love, I love what Tristan's here because he's he's got the lowdown. Uh, his passing is unreal. I'm sorry, Kirill Tutayev, His passing is unreal. His hands are elite. Tristan's got him lined up as a top nine potential, um, and I, I love that too because what we're probably seeing there, if a, if a guy's got that top nine potential, is uh, and I, I'm going to say this based on his size, uh, Tristan. You you could correct me. I, I don't I don't want to type into Google right now. It's like five foot nine or five foot seven. He's somewhere in that range. I, it's going to be really funny if he's five foot eight. But he's, Carrillo's a really small guy. Uh, he's easily the smallest prospect we have. Um, but that's, of course, we just saw Cole, uh Colefield, have, have, yeah. Yeah, have, have a ton of success um, and make it look easy. And of course he had a blast too. He's probably one of the happiest hockey players I've ever seen. But um, point being, you get this guy going uh, on your NHL roster. I think you're slotting him in on the power play. So you, you want to see a guy with that skill like uh, Tristan's talking about because, number one, you don't want him to get laid out. Uh, but, number two, that's where I see these, these like, like creating, like, a power play specialist. And uh, Colfield, I think, is, is going to be on that way, the way that uh, he played, where he found success with Montreal this past season. I, I think that would be huge. So, you, you got to fit him somewhere. So, I like where Tristan's at with top nine potential. So, he makes that team. But, ultimately, you want to see that, uh, that boy using those hands, find some success on the power play. Um, I think, uh, I think that's it for me on the prospect tournament roster. I think there's going to be more to talk about once we can actually see some of these games. But like I said, those are the guys I'm excited about Joe Valeno, uh, for, for those of you that were upset with my answer on Twitter, uh, only less excited because I'm already slotting him in as on the roster. Um, so we already know, we already know what's up there. Uh, so like topic of the show. Well, one I'm more still... topic
1: before we go. Oh uh, shit. I I'm gonna put in a bid for us to get a, a a media credential, and I'm gonna try and drive up there.
0: Oh my god!
1: I'm gonna let them know that we talked to Ken Cal twice. No, that'll work. That's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed for us here.
0: Now I gotta segment that out on YouTube, like um, as a segment for this. Do the little number linking. Go to. Sixteen minutes, forty seconds to hear Mike say he's heading <laughs> up to Traverse City to watch everybody play. Uh, Tristan's got it: five foot nine, hundred and seventy pounds for Korea. We'll just throw that in there as the actual, the fact. Besides the thing that Matt could uh, remember off the top of his head. Um, oh my gosh! Here's Tristan Joe Swolano. Uh If anybody saw that Twitter post, uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, and a, a quick shout out to uh, Performance Art. Hola, how you doing, Performance Art? I'm glad to have you on board.
1: Um, yeah. All right.
0: So, Mike, topic of the show. Let's uh, let's jump in here. We're going to talk I uh, thought, Red Wings. I thought Army. Tristan
1: just brought it up. Shredded Volano. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to see these games anymore. Let's see those shirtless practices out in Traverse, my man. Woo! All right. <laughs>
0: He is ripped, by the way. You got go check the go check the Instagram, the Twitter. He's, I think uh, uh, it's on Twitter because everybody was sharing it. But uh, yeah, he was he was letting everybody the, know that he's yeah, he's to the go Julian
1: out. Salad of uh, the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> <ones.
0: laughs> so, uh, like I said, uh, topic of the show. I, I do want to steal this kind of funny podcast. Actually, does this? They call it Tots, and I like uh, I like Tots, but it's topic of the show, I kind of want to. I like. Oh it. yeah. Maybe I I'll do know. a graphic of Tots, and then kind of funny will
1: come after us.
0: All right. Uh, Mike, a couple of details I went over. I like in topics the- in the
1: show, but. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of details I went over in the last episode uh, yes. for for the Olympics. So we'll jump in here. And I'll, I just want to remind everybody that the NHL and NHLPA can still back out if the COVID-19 situation worsens. So one of my favorite podcasts, Puck Soup, has been bringing this up. Um, and that was actually even before they made the announcement that they were going to the Olympics. That the NHL would probably fit that into some sort of agreement to go so that they'd still have some room to back out. Because as we all know, as we've seen in the past, the NHL absolutely does not like sending uh, their talent over there. And uh, according to a memo sent out to players, the IOC and the IIHF refuse to pay for the cost of um, uh, insurance for any COVID-related illnesses. So... I mean that's it right there. You're you're pretty much in this situation now for the. I mean, if you want to mix in the NHLPA, but the the players as well, you're you're fitting your own tab now if something happens uh, medically. Uh, so the NHL is going to do one of these, and everything going on in the Olympics is going to be like ah, oh, you decided to come here. <laughs> it's your choice. So um, no, not fun. But a couple of Olympic details. Uh, so I. I bring that up just to kind of put a level head on us actually going to the Olympics as as the NHL, as Detroit Red Wings fans, uh, watching our Red yeah. Wings play. But a um, couple of important dates, Mike. Of course, the games start for the hockey tournament uh, on February 9th, and they run through the 20th. Now, uh, initial rosters uh, for all of these teams have to be submitted by October 15th. So we are a little over a month from that point here on uh, September 8th. But the official rosters uh, will be announced on January, I'm sorry, end of January 2022. Now that's important because um, when, when you're putting these teams together, injuries can happen. And that's where maybe some of this conversation will go with some of the Red Wings who are definitely locks. And then there's some that we're going to dub Mike would be absolute shocks if they made it to the team because that I really, I really feel like the guys that are locks are just flat out locks. Like there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, I've gone through, you know, some different projected rosters and, and everybody pretty much lines up. There isn't, there isn't really a red wing that's making it to an Olympic roster. That's like an edge guy, you know, a fourth line guy could be in, could be out. Uh, most of them have a pretty sure spot. Um, actually, let me check the comments here. We're getting quite a bit. Um, oh yeah, we we just got the Joe Valeno conversation going, uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody talking about Joe. um, so well, why don't we jump in here, Mike? I don't know if there's a country you wanted to start with, uh, but if Germany we could for anybody that is, uh, listening to just the podcast, not watching, uh, the, um, uh, um, our vodcast uh, here's, here's yeah. what you'll hear if it, if they're a lock. Right. See, kind of see, like a like
1: a locking sound. I see. Exactly, okay. The
0: mechanism there. And if we are shocked. All right. Ah, a so, little dubstep.
1: Gotcha. Because uh, so, it's a shocking music choice uh, for a couple of non EDM fans. Gotcha. If I, if all right. If I could pull back the curtain, uh, yes. Matt downloaded
0: a shocked MP3, uh, an electrical shock. And okay. it turns out. Uh, there was a company that didn't want me to steal it, so they had uh, a talking part that said the company's name. So I cut that off, and then I slowed down the
1: shot. Ah. So that's why you buy it at the butcher, you guys. So you can hear how the sausage is made. <laughs> Love it.
0: All right, Mike. You said you wanted to start with Germany. Who could possibly make this Germany team? All right. Of course, we're talking more excited. to make
1: the team. Uh... Captain Moe Sider, Matt, leading the Germans. All the way. Sorry.
0: (laughs) That time it took a second to load into the live show, so that's why it went over you talking. But uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, I think the the captain of the German team there. And Matt, that sound effect reminds me a little bit of that contract I'm locked into with Xfinity, where I'm going to be fucked if I try and leave that for uh, AT&T. So... um, I don't know if there's a lot to really dissect on this one. Uh, I think uh, the Germans are, you know, rubbing their hands together. Very excited for, uh, you know, maybe the top defenseman in the history of professional organized hockey, Matt.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess the only interesting part of this is that, uh, you know, Sider should be lining up in that first pairing as well for Germany. So that that's That's going to be fun, too. As we go through these lists, you guys can try and pick uh, who your favorite team's going to be, which maybe it'll be the Czech Republic, Mike, because uh, this one might be a little easy uh, for everybody to guess how this is going to roll out, because we've got a first-line guy, potentially. We almost have two first-line guys, but definitely two top six forwards and a top-pairing defenseman, Mike, uh, lining up for the Czech Republic. Uh, We'll start with Mike Jakub Verana.
1: All right, this might right. that
0: might get old. Should we just say all right? locked?
1: I, <laughs> am I an Alcatraz? Oh no. <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah, Jakub Prada, Philip Zadina, and Filip Horatik. Your three boys heading over to uh, the Czech Republic. I this this isn't even close. Uh, the, these guys are going to have, have a great spot on this team. They're going to be able to make a huge difference. And um, I mean, this is where we have the checkmates. mates. Uh, and I still like the Czech checkmates. Because that allows for more Czech players to be added to the Detroit Red Wings later. So you've got Verana, Zadina, and Hironik. It doesn't necessarily mean it's only two guys. doesn't even mean it's only three guys. So a lot lot of space here. So everybody keep keep your eyes on that Czech Republic uh, team. Because we could find some new fresh Red Wings uh, along the way.
1: I dig it. Matt, let's... Uh... Let's bring it home for a minute. We got uh, because we get to use a different sound effect. That's why I'm I'm pumped to do this one. U.S. Bringing it home. That's where many of us are from. If we're listening to this show, Matt uh, Dylan Larkin, I'm gonna say he's a uh, an alcatraz. Am I right? It's our luck. Clear. I mean, this
0: is. Somewhere in the top nine, you're going to have a Dylan Larkin fit in, probably uh, the third line only because you want to slot him in as a center. Somebody that, um, I, I mean, across the, from, from like the national perspective for the NHL, um, mm. like a guy that has been highly touted and people have been excited to see him play in the Olympics, which I, we love Dylan Larkin here, but that still surprises me, uh, especially with, with really he's probably going to slot in on the third line and God forbid the fourth line, but, uh, Dylan Larkin easily a lock. Um, I do want to throw this out there. I, uh, Tristan has a question. Uh, can a player play for a team by which both his parents, uh, were directly born there. Therefore that's technically his nationality. I'm thinking of a guy like the who's Slovakian. Now, um, curious enough, Uh, we have him locked in for team USA, or I'm sorry, not locked in. That's where this conversation's going. We we have him as a shock for team USA. Um, so I will confess, uh, and this is a good question moving forward, but uh, officially Nadelkovich is listed as, uh, American across every platform. So we're talking cap friendly, elite prospects, hockey reference. So I'm going by that, and by some accounts of, like, where he potentially could land, um, I've only seen him pop up for Team USA. So that's where my head's at with uh, Nadelkovich. But uh, that being said, like, I screwed up the wording. Uh, Mike, we would be... shot. Now, <laughs> I, I put Nadelkovich in there because uh, we'll go through the list of guys that are ahead of him uh, right now, potentially. And um, I'm saying that where we talked about the initial rosters are going to be put in October 15th and there could be injuries. This is where nadelkovich could slot in if he has the same type of performance that he had last season in Carolina. So if he has similar numbers, I don't know how you look at that. And look at a guy who was at the very top of the league for goals saved above expected would be right there with Connor Hellebuck um who we're about to mention in a second here and why why wouldn't you want him back backing up connor um but here, here's this competition mike and clearly the top two guys on this list are connor hellebuck and john gibson uh but the the third spot this is where there's space for him uh but unfortunately there's two more names considered uh with a better potential to make this team thatcher demko and jack campbell now I mean, we could look at Jack Campbell and Adelkovich and maybe already put on some rosy glasses and say, yeah, of course, Nadelkovich is better than Jack Campbell. I'm just going to say for the sake of looking at uh, like across across like uh, the hockey writers, uh, I took a peek at ESPN, Sportsnet, uh, TSN. These four names are the only four names that pop up besides – the one time I saw Nadelkovich pop up on like Reddit. So, <laughs> so here's, 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 you know, that's the game we're playing is can Nadelkovich fit in and maybe a third spot? Um, if somebody, if we have a couple of injuries or if he really plays his nuts off from now until the official rosters have to go in. Um, so I, that's, that's where I'm saying Nadelkovich has a shot, but we would be
1: shocked. Um, I think that it's not, if he makes it, it's not going to necessarily be like he, uh, you know, maybe necessarily outplayed all four of those guys. I think it might have more to do with, um, you know, do you want to be the third string Olympic goalie or do you want to take a break, um, and kind of, you know, prepare yourself for like a Stanley cup run, um, but I, I don't know, maybe that's the only reason I could see Hellebuck not playing is if he wants to, you know, maybe rest up a bit. But I mean, if we're talking goalies for like the Ducks and the Canucks, especially after the Canucks lose, uh, you know, Pedersen to the Red Wings. Uh, <laughs> they're going to have guys who are going to, you know, be able to go to the Olympics there, um, you sure. know, because they're not going to be worrying so much about uh, playoff seating and things like that. Um I know that kind of transcends, you know, the other sports that play in the Olympics. Um, it does feel like, I don't know, man, do you think there's any credence to that theory or no? I,
0: I, think, I think these guys do want to win uh, some Olympic medals. So I, I don't know if, if any of them are going to turn down the, the opportunity to, to play for their country and play in the Olympics when they know how incredibly hard it is to get the NHL to agree to go. So I think they all want to take advantage of that if they get that shot. I would hope that something like that popped up, but um, you know, honestly, looking at the names, I I guess like the fourth guy on this list of of Campbell has has a good shot, but then Connor Hellebuck. So that even that that conversation, you're you're asking the best goalie on the list, or or I, I guess. We are asking as Nadalkovich fans uh, for <laughs> for Hellebuck to step aside. step aside. Go focus on the Jets, and and we'll let we'll let Nadalkovich step in. But um, I, I did want to mention too. Um, we had uh, the the release, Mike. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, in our uh, I completely forgot to do this segment. But Bishop's uh, designs released cool. what uh, Nadalkovich's new hat's gonna be looking like. All right, I can see some uh, no, red and
1: white here. It uh, looks like he plays for Detroit. Yeah. There's a yeah. big old D on it. Not that kind of D, a Detroit D.
0: Uh, yeah, there's a big mix. Uh, there, there's The theme is just everything Red Wings, because I, I see some octopus arms. We have multiple, um, I guess, I don't know, ref, references? Just, just era? There we go. Red Wing era jerseys uh, featured on here uh, with the old English D script that was, uh, used, uh, in a couple of winter classics ago. And then the, just the big old spelled out Detroit, which was, uh, those original jerseys, um, for this organization. I, I don't even think, was that Red Wings or was that Red Hawks or one of those other ones? Uh, but anyway, uh, multiple eras figured on here. I think it looks pretty cool. I think it'll look even cooler on the ice and, uh, with those, uh, away, uh, jerseys is, is kind of what I'm thinking would be a nice little contrast there, but, um, Ah.
1: it's okay. On. I mean, it's, I think it's appealing if you're, uh, you know, 75 years old. Um, I would have put, you know, maybe some, some slices of little Caesar's pizza on mine, you know, no, <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, let's go on over to, to Switzerland. Cause this is what I actually forgot, uh, would even be a thing. It's our boy. Pew suitor, Mike. Uh, he, to me, is a lock. All right. So <laughs> you, you love that so much. Uh, do you know how long it took to make like those graphics? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Pius has probably got locked in somewhere, uh, a middle six uh, center position for uh, the Swiss team. I think that's kind of fun. It, it's something for me where, you know, the, if you take a look at the, the Switzerland team, there aren't a ton of names that are standing out uh, to get you excited that they're going to go for a long run. But if, if they sneak through and make it to those, you know, the second rounds and, and try to take down some of the big guns, um, it'll be fun to know that we've got a little piece to root for. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, uh, I didn't realize he's going to be, uh, I have some projections uh, on a couple sites and they, they all have them as like a second line center. So pretty impressive for him to be a second-line Olympic center. Um, uh, but, uh, I mean, he's probably going to be doing that for the Red Wings, too. So get used to being the second-best center on a team. But, um, Matt, I think the toughest one, and you have it in, is, is the shock. Are we going to talk about Raymond? Yeah, Lucas Raymond, Mike. If he made the Olympic
0: roster Woo! for Team Sweden, that would be a shock. I've seen him pop up, uh, on a, you know, a couple of notable writers, uh, blogs. I just, I mean, this is a guy who wasn't necessarily crushing it. Uh, you know, for his age range, he absolutely was crushing it on uh, Frolanda and in the SHL from the league wide perspective, not necessarily. So, I mean, that argument would just go to say, if there aren't enough, Pro level NHL Swedish players, um, which there are, and we can go through the list. Uh, why why would there be space for Lucas Raymond right now? Well, that that space would be up for grabs. And Mike, I, I'm not going to run through this whole roster, but we do we do have it in front of us. Um, four lines of particularly fantastic uh, forwards (laughs) coming from Sweden. Uh, but even the final cuts, uh, this is coming from, uh, TSN. Can can we,
1: can you just read the final cuts just to exemplify how bleak it is for, for Lucas to make this, uh, upcoming Olympic team.
0: (laughs) Right. Keep in line, uh, keep in mind the, the veteran status of some of these players and how long this list is, but it's Jacob Silverberg, Carl Soderberg, Cal Yarnkrock, Patrick Hornquist, Andreas Janssen, Gustav Nyquist, and Anton Wander. <laughs> so the guys not right? making the team. This, right. These are the guys not making the team. They're still the spares that uh, TSN is projecting of, uh, I guess, Victor Olofsson and Emil Bemstrom. Um, so he'd have, he'd have to fit on a, a spare line uh, at that point, um, or a spare section for guys that can join the team if there's any injuries once the Olympics start. So... It, it's a long shot, I, I would say at this point. And and the kind of when I took a look at this team, it looks like they're trying to skew away from younger, besides Elias Peterson being on there. Um, and actually the uh guy I just mentioned, Emil, is pretty young as well. But um, I mean, they're not they're not really giving <laughs> the Lucas Ravens a shot. And there's guys like we mentioned, I mean, if you took a look at Sweden, wouldn't you ask? After his, the two SHL seasons last year, wouldn't you ask Berggren to join the team before you ask Lucas Raymond? Just to, I mean, put it in perspective as honestly and truthfully as I can. You're really playing the this player projects to be great game if you think Lucas Raymond is going to make this, the Swedish team this year. Which I think we can all agree at this point that Lucas Raymond is going to be great based on what we've seen, based on what we've been told and fingers crossed. But right now it's just not going to happen. Uh, And that's where, how many injuries I think would need to stack up for him to, to make this team. Um, Can I ask you something? And
1: if you don't know the answer, it's okay. Um, Yeah. We could do some research on it and get back to it in the comments. But do you happen to know, like when they set up these teams to go practice, like, how many extra guys they allow to, like, just come and kind of be in, the, be in the wake? So, like, could Raymond potentially just kind of be there to get a taste, even if he's not going to make the team or, you know, not even be one of the last cuts?
0: I suppose that's absolutely, uh, you know, potentially a thing. But I mean, if I'm if I'm not gonna be on that roster, I'm I'm going on vacation. I'm gonna go have fun. You know, maybe I'll watch the games. I'll go to the local bar, I'll go to the hotel bar and watch a couple of them. But uh yeah, I'm I'm probably going to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have fun if I don't make these teams. Um yeah, that's that's where my head's at. Uh now Mike, uh there's another Red Wing on the Swedish team. Uh we haven't talked about yet. He's just not officially a Red Wing. Elias Petterson, Mike. <laughs> right. I, wait. I think we went over everybody here, but I have one left. That, oh, I know uh, who this is. We, we've we dubbed either to be a lock or to be a shock to be on this team. So I switched it up, Mike. For Team Canada, I said, oh. call the doc. Oh.
1: That's
0: right, Matt. Oh, what a silly goose. Uh, because in reference to how many guys- Is there a graphic had... for that? No, there isn't. Do you have like no. a guy coughing? I'll just say it took me like an hour and a half to render these stupid things. So that's how I didn't get my call to doc. But um, how many guys would have to be hurt for Tyler Bertuzzi to make the team? But, but if yeah. we take a look at his uh, points per 60, he could actually find some space on this team. And we know that Tyler's uh, you know a little more scrappy than, than some of the names you're going to find on the um uh Canadian Olympic team I almost said all-star team it, but it is an all-star team. Uh so so that you know that idea of having a guy that can actually do more than one thing um isn't uh I, you know I don't I don't want to take a dump on any of these guys from Canada because they're all the best players you know in the league which is you know just really sucks for everybody else that's going to be uh trying to win some gold this upcoming year. <laughs> but point the point I'm trying to make is that you you do have, uh, like, Brad Marchand uh, on the team. But don't you want, like, another guy that's a solid two-way forward that also, points-per-60-wise last season, despite playing not a ton of games, still had a pretty good go at uh, being, you know, a a pretty solid spot in points-per-60 in regards to comparing yourself
1: to the rest of this roster? Maybe that's where you pose it uh, to the people. Um, For the, the projected wings... Um, not red wings like left and right wings on on Canada's roster. who spot would bertuzzi take to get on there?
0: So I'm gonna go by um, this is this is Johnson from uh, he's from TSN. he He has Mitch Marner down on the fourth line. Now a lot of people would look at the two salaries between the two boys and uh, you know scoff at that idea. but if Mitch Marner has another slow, clunky start um as he did last year this really is just picking the name right this is picking the toronto maple leaf would kind of be my argument with with looking at this fourth line for for having mitch marner slot in there um i i would say that's that's my fingers crossed like spot like enough guys would also have to get hurt um like even the i think even if we took a look at the spares uh, it's really stacked against Tyler. So this is where we're calling it call the dock. Of course, I never got to finish the thought there, but the call the dock is in reference to how many guys are going to have to be close to the morgue uh, before Tyler can sniff this roster. But uh, when I'm looking at Canadian players on on the Red Wings, I, I think I'd put Tyler as, as number one right now. Uh, but even the Spares, as we mentioned before with, with some of the other teams, it's Matt Barzell and John Tavares. So... I mean, if I had to pick on t- for the Detroit Red Wings, if I'd rather have Tyler Bertuzzi or Matt Barzell or John Tavares, I'm picking those other two guys. So it's, it's, it's again, we're, we're having fun here. Um, a lot of things are stacked against Tyler. A lot of things would have to go his, way, go his way for him to make it on this team. But that's that's the fun game we get to play with, uh, with looking around at this. Um, you know, I should say, too, I'm talking about this roster, the Canadian roster, as if everybody can see it. And, uh, only I can see what I'm looking at right now, but I mean, Connor McDavid is slotted in on the second line on this roster that's been built out just to give you an idea of how absolutely stacked the Canadian team can, could, will be. Um, they of course put Sidney Crosby on the first line, um, which, you know, sure, I guess he's, he's been around long enough. Just let, let him be on the first line. It'll be cute. Um, but, I mean, yeah, this is – I mean, it's Marchand, Crosby, Bergeron, then Huberto, uh, McDavid, Mark Stone, Ryan O'Reilly, Nathan McKinnon, Mark Shifley, Sean Couture, Braden Point, and Mitch Marner. And then, like I mentioned, the, the extras are Matt Barzell. Well,
1: Couture is the, the one I was going to cherry pick and go against. Um, and I guess only because – Hockey reference has him as an American. So I thought maybe we could, you know, sign a petition to get him kicked off the Canadian team. And that's where Bertuzzi could kind of worm his way in there and be that last forward who makes the cut. No?
0: No, I'm going to throw Tristan in here too. Um, uh, Bert is on third line for Canada's B team. And that, I mean, that gives, that's the best context right there of how many guys would need to be on their way to the morgue uh, for, for Tyler <laughs> to get that shot. Um, I, it's It really is stacked against Tyler. Like I said, um, I brought this up because I, I just, I did want to at least give Tyler a shout out here. He's probably our best Canadian opportunity to make it on the team. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, but I do like uh, Tristan is also ready to run through a wall against uh, uh, TSN here, uh, letting Letting them know that top line ought to be uh McDavid and not Crosby. I, I still think Crosby's getting that first line because he's, I mean, he's got that amazing goal for team Canada. They, they just, they're going to, it's like the honorary first line center position. Will I mean, yeah, to, to this Crosby. is,
1: this is all best case scenario. I mean, we've already seen Crosby's isn't he out for six weeks already?
0: Oh, that's I right. You oh, I that forgot news. about the wrist. Ah. Oh. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. All right. So we got one down. One one. down. (laughs) Got about 20 guys to go, 20 forwards before Tyler can slot in there. We're
1: going to have to get a meme of like American Sniper, but with Bertuzzi just like (laughs) lining up the shot and taking people off the Canadian team. (laughs) That's one. uh,
0: Yikes. Not like in (laughs) death,
1: but like, you know, on their wrists and ankles. Yeah, Yeah.
0: rubber bullets. Of course. Of course. Rubber bullets. All right. Hockey Uh, pucks. that that wraps up all of our show topics i don't think we have anything else to discuss it's time for us to uh to watch our new favorite wrestling program everybody uh thank you for tuning in i hope uh i hope you guys will hit us up in the comments with how many let us know how many players you think need to go down for tyler bertuzzi to slot in um (laughs) let us know if you actually think lucas raymond is a lock were we wrong on, on that one um and uh i guess what do you think? Uh, we'll bring up Tristan's question. Do you think uh is going to be traveling to where his, his parents' uh, native lands so that he can actually be on an Olympic roster? Um, I like that as well. So hit us up in the comments. I'm uh, glad everybody stuck around that's uh, watching now. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you probably Sunday morning. All right. Have
1: a good one, everybody. That's good.